0: All right, welcome to another sesh. What's up, Jerry? What's going on, bud? Oh man? Hey, you got a record in the back that I hate. Fucking album rolls, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, it sounds it sounds like a freaking popped up Hanson poppy, on steroids. It's, it's,
1: it's poppy, but it's still good, though. But it
0: sounds like Hanson like, went metal. Ah, no, that no. voice, dude, that voice is like totally pop, pop, pop goes the weasel. It's
1: the best band of the freaking millennium so far. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> God dang I, I, dude I've tried I like Dance Macabre that's the only song I have and then Vincent Cavanaugh is like making fun of me because I put it up horrible but if you like it enjoy and he's I making you- he says you like Sammy Hagar so you've oh. lost all credibility <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, nah, man, I I just uh, it's uh, Don't you like don't dislike it for their religious over challenge or for the music
0: or both? I have no I have no thing about the I, I keep telling people about slayer if the voice was good i would like slayer but mm-hmm. um oh, i yeah. know it's just like they're not they're not devil worshipers no, like they just
1: celebrate the, the the theatrics of it
0: this theatric the crap yeah. you know it's like christians do that stupid jesus <laughs> christ superstar and i don't like that either so
1: <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably how i feel about anthrax like god another fucking anthrax out oh, jesus this guy suck you know so i understand you don't but really you, like the band but and everybody else loves it you like, know what right. Let,
0: let's get into anthrax for a second <laughs> oh god
1: Shut up go ahead
0: no because i'm gonna tell you i i know how you feel about anthrax them up there looking like clowns in the videos didn't take them to they didn't look like they were serious about what they were doing yes i understand that because they kind of turned me off until i saw the video for Got the time, the uh, Joe Jackson thing. They're not looking like clowns in that video and they look normal. They look like meddlers, look like hard rock. I, I, I don't usually go by the music by the look, but they just look like they were doing Weird Al on stage. You know? I just,
1: no, I'm not saying, I mean, they're, they're clowny, but I just never cared for their music. I mean, the drummer, Charlie Benante, kicks ass. Don't get me wrong. There's, and Freddie Bello is a good bass player, but I'm not too crazy at Scotty Inn or freaking Joey Belafonte. What the fuck is name? Belladonna. Donna. Okay, but Belladonna, have
0: you have you heard him sing classic rock tunes, man? No. I mean, uh, Anthrax has a um, has a covers EP, and he sings uh, some Journey songs on there and some Rush. It's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty damn cool. Anthrax does the best covers, dude. Uh, I mean, I met
1: Dan Spitz one time; he was nice and all, but you know, I just I
0: don't know. I tried. But, man. But the problem, the thing, I don't understand. The Bush error—that's my favorite error of Anthrax—and that's basically when I did get pers- persistence of time, but I didn't really care for it. and not listen to it as much. But when I when I watched, I saw Beavis and Butthead, and I heard saw them laughing at High Pro Glow video from uh, Sound mm-hmm. of White Noise. I go, I heard that, ay, ay,
1: ay, ay. <laughs> and
0: then Beavis was going ay, <laughs> ay, 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 with it, <laughs> yeah. and John Bush, who, what, when, where, <laughs> how many ways can you lie how many ways can you try how many ways can you die what am i gonna do i go fuck that voice is fucking amazing this is anthrax where's joey and i go fuck i went out and bought sound of white noise that day and that album black lodge fucking high pro glow only is one of the best tracks ever i had gotten those two anthrax cds
1: i bought i still have not listened to them so Dude, one of these years you I like will, Armored you know, Saint.
0: It, it you should like the Bush era because the Bush era he's writing songs. Joey really didn't write with Anthrax. What is? I mean, well, okay, that's true. Okay, well, Bush, Bush rules, man. I, I'm just saying, always get more Bush, man. <laughs> oh man but i love john bush and, and it was funny because when i i didn't know about armored saint and then i i showed my friend man have you heard this and he looks like oh john bush is an anthrax you know john, don't you know armored saint and i go no you don't know can you deliver and i go no and he showed me can you deliver i go all oh, this fucking rules so because of anthrax i got into armored saint <laughs> it's like and I just ordered three of their uh, re releases coming out on CD. I didn't get the vinyl because they were like 26 bucks each. Man, Aren't they I... up to like re re release now? That's re release. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's re released, <laughs> but it's remastered and shit. And I got the three CDs I'm missing from Anthrax. So I'm freaking cool. But I already have like four Anthrax albums on vinyl, anyways. I have uh, the one with Can You Deliver on it? I can't remember it. So uh, I have Symbol of Salvation. I have that one and uh, some other one but I can't remember them right now. Well, like
1: you tell me, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Yeah,
0: I, I, I really I really think when you start listening to those Anthrax CDs you're getting a fucking mark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna I you you're going to listen to them in the 80s and 90s I just didn't. Listen to yeah. yeah, but you're you'll yeah, give them a listen. Man. Opinions I'll, I'll change be
0: because there's groups I didn't like in the 80s and 90s that I really love now. It's like But I still, I, man, I still hear them. I still hear
1: their songs and it's like I can never forgive them for I'm the fucking man. I, I, I just wanted to
0: Okay, that uh, song was funny. I laughed. I at know, that I man.
1: get it, but oh But
0: oh. Bring the Noise Ugh. ruled though, man. Come on. That
1: was different. That was all right. And the public enemy, that was
0: Britain the Noise ruled. Well, I
1: don't know. That was kind of goofy too.
0: I, but it was better than
1: I'm the man. Let's just say that.
0: I'm the man it was funny.
1: I'm the man. I'm so funny. I can be determined. Ah
0: Joey fucked up. <laughs> All I like is as a heavy metal band wraps a different way. We like to be different, not cliché. <laughs> it's just comedy, dude. That's why I didn't take them serious either because they were funny. You know, remind me of the Beastie Boys speed metal. <laughs> but to put them in the big four, no fucking way. Oh, dude, they think I can think
1: of 10 other bands that would be they it, have more the best
0: thrash drummer of all time in Charlie Benazzo. Benazzo
1: is a good drummer,
0: not best Great drummer, drummer. he's the best thrash drummer, man. Uh, him and Lombardo, dude. I don't like Slayer, but I like Lombardo. And uh, um, so no, res- no, so no respect for Lars, right? Not even in the early days. Well, Lars, I like Lars, I, I have no problem with Lars. People make fun of him. I think basically they make fun of him because of Napster, but uh, um, yeah. but Lars is good. And that but Lars, he was right. Lars is right. <laughs> Lars is Everybody right. Everybody hated him, but
1: how right is he? Oh, yeah,
0: and a lot of artists said, we should have stood with Lars back then, and now oh. we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but um, let's get into, uh, what else did I have? Oh, Dolly Parton uh, denied the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What do you think about that? Uh, fucking woman is awesome. I mean, there's ever an
1: awesome, uh, fucking straight, fucking... I mean, just an incredible person, man. I mean, she's exactly right. I mean, she's not rock and roll, and she she said respectfully, you know, there's more people deserving than me to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Uh, and good she for gave, her. I mean, she gave all her votes to Devo. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, that's a different story. Yeah, I, I like Devo, but... But uh, and it's funny, all these people want to do a rock album with her now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I know Nancy Wilson from
1: Heart says she wanted to do a rock and roll album. I think there's a couple other people I can't mention right now, but well, Dolly Parton you know, wants to do
0: a rock album. She says her husband yeah. is in love with classic rock. I mean, good for you. I mean, she's just a fucking great person, man. You know, she is, man, and uh, she's a great Christian too, man. She helps me. She's out. never. She's what we call. She sets an example.
1: The, the anti poser, man. Probably one of the most realistic <laughs> fucking people on the planet, especially right. for how popular and rich she is. You know.
0: I would have forgave her if she got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for two reasons Islands in the Stream and uh, Nine to Five are pop rock cl- crossovers. So,
1: Yeah, but is that really good to knock all those other bands out of there? That, no, just no. Of those two no, songs? she
0: even wow. said that she she wants to make a rock album. So one day she will be worthy for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I like that yours <laughs> do it. I, I love Jolene, Jolene, yeah. Jolene. I love Nine to Five. I like Islands in the Stream. I like Kenny Rogers. You know, I'm not too anti-country. You know, there's a lot that's, of country I do like. That's not really deep core country, so that's all right. Yeah, like. I like yeah, I like Eddie Rabbit and Glenn Campbell. They're it's like you, you hear
1: Kenny Rogers on country mainstream. You know, you want to hear him on rock radio, but you know, like top. Well, he wasn't a rock radio.
0: band before he was in country. So he used to have a chicken restaurant that was awesome. Kenny Kenny Rogers roasters roasters yeah that was good remember the Sein, remember the Seinfeld episode uh-uh. uh, uh, what's his name Um wow uh, what's the guy's name the weird dude in there uh, Kramer 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 couldn't get enough of the chicken <laughs> Kenny Rogers roaster chicken <laughs> but the light kept shining in the <laughs> in their apartment window
1: <laughs> He's trying to be bad Jerry. oh I do remember that now. <laughs> The, the, sign, yeah, the, glowing sign,
0: the yeah, the glow, can Get out of this chair! Get sleep. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, on. that was funny. Uh, I love funny Seinfeld, shit. man. Um, let's get into uh what this show is about: concert memories. Well, let's start with what was your worst concert you ever went to? Oh,
1: Eddie fucking Money, dude. Love any Eddie, Eddie, rest in peace, man. But you know, when you pay, you know, forty or fifty bucks. This was back in the day; that was a lot of money. You see a, a good live concert you want to see him at his best and he was wasted drunk couldn't remember his words. i'd have the audience seen the songs for him it was embarrassing man it was a shit show and you know i'll, I'll never forget that i love any money like i said rest in peace but man worst show
0: i've ever been yeah one of the worst shows i ever been to was the violent Femmes. uh you know who they are i only know that one song Blister, Blister the sun, the sun yeah. yeah the first album is amazing they have three three or four good albums but they're they're basically an acoustic band and all they were doing just like three members up there just standing there the whole time and then people yeah. jump up and stage dive and i was like why <laughs> it was like they sounded good but they didn't move they maybe they were on right. a bad night because black spinner circle uh group were in uh in the text text thing uh Kate got on me saying so they're really good live I've seen them lots of times maybe you did go on a bad day and some other guy All was right. like getting on because I said they were the worst but um that was the worst and then let's get it well I have lots of best well let's get into one of your what are your favorite concert memories
1: man yeah, i would be my first one my sister Amy took me hi Amy how you doing big follower of
0: the show thank yeah, you yeah and we have it was Night Ranger she hasn't uh, comment- midnight- go ahead sorry oh she hasn't commented on our uh videos in a while She's actually got a new job. Easy. She's working like eight, ten hours a day. So. I know. But, uh, I, I, I give her shit. <laughs> she took me to Night Ranger,
1: Midnight Madness. Uh, I, can, I barely remember it. You know, I just have vivid, you know, a little bit of uh, vivid memories of it. But uh, this, it, this is the first show I ever went to and it was awesome. I remember, I remember this big-ass American flag in the background during You Can Still Rock in America. Uh, I remember Kelly Kiggy being on the side,
0: <laughs> which was weird. Well, they have because he sings lead. So, yeah. Yeah. So that makes and sense.
1: I remember Six, uh, he just, he talked about not move. Six would never move. He just, sit. it looked like a robot up there playing the
0: keyboard. All he does is play the keyboard. though. So.
1: <laughs> the keyboard player they have but, uh, now is like very animate. So, and I, one part I do remember, and I know I mentioned Jeff Watson a lot, was his guitar solo. Blister mm-hmm. <sighs> Blistering. Blue Gillis off the stage, as far as I remember. That night, anyway. All well, right.
0: My one of my favorite concert memories is my first concert, too, was ARIO Speedwagon with Survivor, mm-hmm. the Vital Signs ARIO Speedwagon. Oh, uh, oh, oh, wow! That's a good, wow. And uh, Jimmy Jameson's first tour with uh, Survivor. So Keith Ashcraft is going, Yes, I love Survivor. <laughs> that was an amazing show. And ARIO always puts on a good show, even though the last tour I saw a few months ago, they did acoustic right. because the guy had COVID. And then fucking Keith just saw them last night and got to see the full Ario. Yeah, uh, I, I not, got tickets. Go ahead, sorry. I, I know I got to get tickets for Ario Loverboy and Sticks. I got to yeah. see Loverboy and I got to see Ario Plugged In. Uh, even though it was it was cool, I'm not very I'm not a very unplugged guy. Okay. I, I want to see the shredding. I want to see the, the the rock. I want to see the heaviness. I don't want to see... I want to see right. that. That's probably why I didn't like this Smiling Fence, man. I think we're unplugged.
1: I mean, there's venues for that type of concert, too, and there's, you know, places where you shouldn't play like a cue show.
0: Yeah, but why didn't they have the guitar tech come? On?
1: I don't know. Maybe it was a quick last moment thing. I don't know. I, I,
0: don't, know. I don't know, but some oh, other... that's how
1: Tommy Thayer got the kiss, man. And fucking yeah. when James F. fucked up his arm, his guitar tech knew all the tunes, he sold in for him. So
0: yeah, yeah, why he was not? singing for James. Oh James was singing. He was song. singing. He was oh yeah, James is singing. I remember that. Uh, and also a couple of bad concerts for me is fucking Guns N' Roses both of them sucked they opened up for the stones and they did that uh, I think I talked about this before with Metallica they did that dual dual opening closing thing luckily Metallica opened and we left in the middle Guns N' Roses it was like god damn this sucks but I did see Slash with Miles Kennedy and that ruled they were fucking tight as hell man I'm so happy Slash but Slash come over to the left side of the stage sometimes man we missed you on that side Speaking of concerts, how was your Judas Priest last night? Oh God, I'm wearing this shirt again. I wore it last night at the Judas Priest concert with this hat, and, <laughs> and Edwin Catastracci noticed, "You motherfucker, you're wearing a fucking Iron Maiden hat at a fucking Judas Priest show," <laughs> and he goes, "You did that on purpose." And I just went, "I don't know if you saw the picture he posted," where I was like, <laughs> "I was like doing an evil grin," but uh, I was at the kid. I was at the Judas Priest show. And this 16-year-old kid, when I was in the bathroom, he looks at my shirt. And I'm going out. He's coming into the restroom. He goes, kiss army, bro. He <laughs> go fucking A, they're everywhere. <laughs> And then I'm out well, getting- good man. At that age, that's cool, man. Keep Sixteen going, year old, man. but he, he probably likes the. And Ed was going, oh, fucking! You should have said Tommy Thayer sucks, though. Yeah. <laughs> so just, he said, no, I didn't want to ruin him. Said, but the thing is, you know me. I'm not part of the Kiss Army. I'm just a casual Kiss fan. Right. And then I'm like at the freaking bar getting a beer, and the one guy goes, "Kiss, kiss, Ace rules." <laughs> and everybody's like looking at my shirt going kiss 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 at a judas priest show man their fucking kiss bands are everywhere fuck those people travel <laughs> but the concert last night like i'm gonna put up the video for um victim of changes i recorded that whole song rob hits that note flawlessly dude I've seen a ton of videos
1: already from it last night. A bunch of people out there oh, already
0: posting. You could see he when you know when he's gonna do a huge note, he goes down like this and goes. Yeah. He <laughs> fucking just guttural just comes up out of his being. Yeah. it's like, my god, Rob. And it's like you have like Ian Gillen, who can't sing child on time anymore, but Rob <laughs> can still do victim of changes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw their set list too. Their set list is fucking amazing.
0: Oh my god. They did Desert Plains. Uh, Freaking um, Edwin is fucking geeking out on that because he's never seen that live. They were an amazing show, and Reich with Todd Delatori. they were good. But when they did the song Empire, me and me and Vincent were talking. I go, that was like surgically clean. <laughs> it was like it was like totally studio sounding. And surgically clean and then they went into like m9159 which i recorded and it was like it was raw it was live you uh, could tell it was like but the empire was just like surgically so clean i go is this live or memorex uh, <laughs> I go, oh my god todd's amazing live and but me and vincent did see jeff Tate live doing operation mind crime a few years ago together and we still think Jeff was better than Todd live.
1: Well, I mean, well, I mean, and it's the original voice too.
0: That does matter to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Jeff, Jeff was great, man. Uh, I don't know if you heard Dr. Fuck talk about how he went to see Jeff Tate with his buddy, uh, Charlie Hill. And uh, he was going to leave after the first half to go see uh, Dead Daisies with Glenn Hughes the street but jeff tate was so good he stayed for the whole concert even the empire songs oh. <laughs> just and then he ended with some great songs and he was like i'm glad i stayed but that's how good jeff tate is live if you guys haven't seen jeff tate go see him he's amazing uh, i know eric rncp jordan's not gonna like this i just want them <laughs> i think this is my take on the fight that's going on between uh, Scott Rockenfield and Queensright right now cuz Todd Latore Todd Latore has been talking like on the last album he said oh I had to play drums cuz Scott wouldn't answer our phone calls we don't know what's wrong with Scott he's on leave he never came back blah 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 and then Scott Rockenfield calls him a, a, a hired contractor on a tweet and that lets leads me to believe that he's calling Todd out for his bullshit because Todd knows that he wasn't invited back to the band because I think Michael Wilton and Eddie Jackson are fucking kicking him out to get more money because he's a, he's part of the Queens, right? Corporation. Scott Todd and uh, Eddie, those three are all part of now. It's going to be just uh, Eddie and Michael. And then last night, Todd, Todd Latore said, this is the only version of Reich that is that is the real Reich. He had to say that last night. So I think something's going on between Jeff Tate, Rock and Field, and Chris DeGarmo. Those rumors are probably true, that they're going to go out as Queensryche because Scott still owns, is part of the corporation. They're trying to get out. That's going to be an interesting legal battle. <laughs> yeah, well, Jeff already gave up and just went out and he got... Jeff has the rights to all the Operation Mindcrime. They can't play that album in its entirety at all. Only Jeff can. Okay. So He won the rights. He won the rights and he, he named his band Operation Mindcrime. He took away the right because they both had dueling Queensryche albums out at one time, which I thought were cool. And I like the, the trilogy of Operation Mindcrime that Jeff did. It was more hard rock progressive. It wasn't like that uh, the last Queensryche album he made with him, which is totally Pink Floyd ripoff. But um, but it, what is dedicated to chaos is ho- horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I had it pre-ordered and I heard it. And I go fuck this shit. <laughs> it, it deleted the. That was like a
1: Tesla shock,
0: huh? <laughs> oh my god! At least there's five good songs of Tesla shock, right. but they're not great. And even Frank Hannon didn't like the album. <laughs> But uh, Brian Wheat did. Brian Wheat liked it, but Brian Wheat, you know, I heard that thing on Eddie Trunk with him and Tommy Skioch talking together. That was awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Tommy, I wish him the best. I hope he's doing good now. Oh, I love Resist and Bite, man. People should get into Resist and Bite. I'm so, still having problems, though. So what other concert memories you got, man? Uh,
1: one of my favorite band was Sticks, and when Return of Paradise, when I found out that Dennis and Tommy and JY and Chuck, we're getting back together to do Sticks, Return to Paradise. I was fucking loving it. I always wanted to see Tommy live. I saw Sticks before that with uh, fucking Glenn Burtnick. But uh, just to see them with Tommy and JY and Dennis together was awesome. That was a great tour, too. Awesome set list, man.
0: Man, you said They played the best. They got a double live album with that, too.
1: Yeah. And a DVD,
0: it. I think. But I, I did see Tommy Shaw on the Rush Hold Your Fire tour. He opened for the, yeah. on the Ambition. He was really good. And It's just like, you think about it now. It says, here's a song from 10 years ago. And he does Fooling Yourself, Angry Young Man in 1988. You think about that, that's what, 30, 40 years ago now? <laughs> yeah. When he was doing it, it was like only a 10-year-old song. It's like, that was a great concert. That was my first Rush concert was Hold Your Fire at the Forum. And I went out on a blind date. Uh, I was fucking pretty cool. Yeah, I had third row to the edge of the Century Tour.
1: People did not like Glen filming for Tommy. I mean, there were fingers in the air. I thought bad for him a little way, but <laughs> uh, I don't. I not <laughs> like. The, what is it? Tom.
0: Love ritual or something? Love is a ritual. Yeah, I, a like ritual. I like that album. I like that album. I love Show Me the Way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I like those ballads. And I know there's some guy out here who doesn't like uh, Dynasty Young, as I heard on the uh, Rock and Metal Combat podcast. There's one guy who hates Terrence because <laughs> 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 Terrence was. Love uh, Dennis. I love Dennis.
1: I love I Tommy. Love Dennis too.
0: But I love Tommy. You know, if if Tommy, it wasn't the same band with Tommy out of sticks, but it is a great band with Tom, with Dennis out of sticks. So I don't understand. Like, uh, disagree. I I don't. they both like, both they both
1: water it down the same. I think.
0: I like. Lawrence I'm Gowen. not a
1: Gowan fan. I am not a Gowen fan at all.
0: I don't um, like Lawrence's solo stuff, but he's good with sticks. I mean, he's a great keyboard player. He probably
1: blows Dennis away as far as keyboards are concerned, technically. But um, come on, I gone, gone,
0: butch- gone, suck. He's great, man.
1: When I hear him bitch butchering "Lady" and "Come Sail Away," I just like cringe, man. I mean,
0: well, he doesn't try to do it like Dennis, dude. I understand that, but it just it's, it just sounds like shit. He doesn't do <laughs> he doesn't do "Lady." Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Oh he doesn't do uh, that one song um, Yeah
1: Dennis or James does uh, Lorelei
0: What's that one song that he doesn't He doesn't want to do because it's um, uh, Babe He won't do Babe because No that's a,
1: they won't I don't think they'll ever do that they
0: don't do Babe because that's a sensitive song
1: to uh, right. Dennis Well they but, never said they'd do Mr. Roboto either But they're doing that now too uh, yeah. Well
0: Babe you remember when Damn Yankees was turned Yeah and, and Tommy yeah. Shall starts singing, babe, I'm leaving. So yeah. Did you come aside and smash something the wrong with your guitar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that he smashed <laughs> the fuck out of the piece of guitar. I go I hope that guitar wasn't was an ovation or something. Was an yeah, and then course, I remember there's a behind
1: the music on that, and then they supposedly met in elevator or something, Dennis yeah. and Tommy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> how Comple, they got back together.
1: Yeah.
0: How comfortable that must have been. Yeah, Comple, have been. <laughs> yeah man. But I, I love sticks. I've seen them on the, the new album. I love Crash the Crown. Uh, so Uh yeah, it's a grower no it's a grower because I heard it once and, go, uh, and I go oh, now I heard it again oh and I heard it again oh and I heard it again now it's looking awesome man, I, got I like the mission a lot but I like I it because like it's that. it's short and it gets to the
1: point and it's not overly long I just don't get the fact that they added this new guitar player I and mean, he wrote just about every song get
0: over that man <laughs> he's part of the band now they added him uh. And J.Y. did nothing on that album. Well, nothing. Did you hear the interview in J.Y.? Yeah, I heard
1: Yeah,
0: about he him. He says fan. he's yeah, lazy. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to do anything. He just wants to get in there and record. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Man? Oh, <laughs> man. Don't. I don't know. I have the problem with
1: these bands, you know, just not giving their all for their fucking fans. It's
0: all. I don't know. Yeah, but um, I'm going to get a oh. little get into a little baseball and then back to music a little bit. Uh, <laughs> fucking dude, I, I'm I fucking so sorry about your team, man.
1: Ah, fuck them. They just got rid of Amir Garrett today. Another drop. They traded into Kansas City.
0: Ka- Where's so, Castellanos going to go, man? I don't know. I'm more concerned about where Freeman's going, man. Freeman, <laughs> I, I'm tired of that shit, dude. It's like the Yankees gave up on him. I heard it's the Tampa Bay D- Double Rays are making a move. Because really? I just heard this
1: guy this morning say San Diego's a lock
0: now. Oh God, they said freaking some guy said <laughs> that Toronto was a lock and they just traded for Matt Chapman. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think anything's a lock. These these guys, one guy said the other day that Freeman will be signed in the next 24 hours by the Dodgers, and that was three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, Dodgers don't want to give out a long contract to a 32 year old, they want to give him a four year contract with a high uh, salary per year. Which is cool. Yeah, I think Freeman's. Yeah,
1: I think Freeman's looking like, <laughs> like six to eight years. Any range?
0: No, he wants a six, a five to six year contract. Oh, okay. Dodgers want to give him a four, which I'm fine. And if the Dodgers don't get him, I'm fine. We got players, man. We we this is we got like great hitters. It's like injuries always fuck us up. <laughs> like Mookie Betts hit last year with that bone, bone spur in there, and I'm sad he didn't get that surgery because I know that's going to creep up this year. Watch i would be interested if you went to San Diego. That'd be a kick-ass division. Oh, fuck San Diego. I mean, it already is, but still. San Diego would need to move Hosmer. They don't have the money because they, they put a lot of money into Teese and uh, Machado and a Darvish. So they don't have that much money to spend. They'd have to move players. See, it's, it's cool. It's fun in a way to rebuild your team, watch it
1: rebuild, but not every three or four years like my team fucking does. I hate it.
0: Dude, your team has a great fan base, man. They do. I don't understand. And they show this it. They shit. show it, and they show it by not going. This you know? makes no <laughs> sense. It doesn't this team? The Major League Baseball needs to make a rule. If you're going to tank, we're going to sell your team. Sell your team, man. So give it to somebody who's going to buy it. I was commenting earlier with
1: uh, with, with Andy about how do, can you tell if a team is tanking though? How can you prove it anyway? Well, the the A's. Look like they're tanking, but they're always there. I mean, suppose, like I said, you're 30 games out of first place with 40 games left. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you want to like test your farm team and see how they play in the majors or young players? You know, when you want to give them an you know, yeah, opportunity called, to that's play, that's
0: called September call up. So, man,
1: yeah, know, but so, the it's roster. the same thing though.
0: I mean, when you're not considering that, I mean,
1: tanking would be like, in my opinion, you bring in Joey Votto to start a pitching a game for you. That's obviously tanking, but.
0: I don't think he can prove tanking though. No. Yeah. Well, they had Justin Turner start in uh, a game because it was like way out of hand, and he ended the game and gave up no runs. He's got a zero ERA. <laughs> but I remember,
1: did they go vote or vote in for the lottery draft, or did? Or yeah, did there's a
0: lottery draft. The the, the first there's six top top six lottery picks, but still, oh, okay. you're, the the six suckiest teams are going to get those.
1: Yeah, it's like that's the I, way it should. I mean, the worst team should get it,
0: but like I said,
1: I don't know how you can prove tanking, man.
0: Well, the Reds getting rid of everybody's kind of tanking. Oh, at the
1: beginning of the year, you tanking already for the
0: You're season? You're already starts. tanking. You're already right, tanking. Right, I got you. <laughs> they saved what, like sixty million in payroll already? Probably more than that. Oh my god! I man. wish Joey, you know, I wish
1: Votto would would just want to go somewhere else, man. He was not to Dude, if we don't use. get Freeman, I'll take Votto. Bucket. I mean, he's
0: not going to hurt you.
1: I mean, no, I'll he's take not Votto. like he was,
0: but he's not going to hurt you, that's for sure. Well, trade Votto to the Blue Jays. They won a first baseman, too. I think that's the only place he'll go if he ever gets traded. That's his hometown, so. Oh, right, did you hear about Aaron Judge? He's not going to be playing half the games in New York.
1: Yeah, I know, because he can't uh, go to a uh... – he's not vaccinated, is he? Is that the reason why? He's not vaccinated.
0: Yeah. and But, but the thing is, with the New York Yankees – that's going to really suck. They need him. (laughs) Uh, It's like um, what makes no sense is that the mayor opened up the city to, you could go to clubs, things of being unvaccinated. The thing is they're holding these proteins to be vaccinated because they fired all those fricking first, first line workers, the hospitals, the cops for not being vaccinated. So now they're holding the professional teams because if they don't, they better hire those people back. <laughs> I mean, COVID is slowly going away, but I think, you
1: know, they should probably, uh, I don't know if they just back out completely on the mandates or not. I don't know.
0: Well, now there's, you know, there's, like a sub, said, there's a sub-Omicron that's highly more contagious than Omicron. Do you hear about that one? Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to keep coming up with these new variants, dude. It's
1: that's like just what gonna, I mean. It's just, it's just going to be an endemic. I mean with well, shots and you know treatments coming out nowadays are much better so
0: um dude just fuck it man we need to get back to work we need to get back yeah. to our shit but let's get back to concerts man but um what is one of your other concerts that you that you remember that's
1: oh man uh of course you know i know i'm biased it's one of my favorite bands but pink floyd division bellator ass. <laughs> Yeah, was that was, incredible.
0: That has to be one of my worst concert memories because I couldn't get high. <laughs> it's like my friend brought the worst weed ever. <laughs> it's like fuck you, Carlos. <laughs> but uh, Man, it was good. First... It, it was good when I saw the pig fly over the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That was
1: pretty cool. And the bed flying down. They just didn't have that there.
0: Yeah, I know the people bed, too, hate. Yeah, I know people hate the David Gilmour soloish Pink Floyd. Because the other guys didn't really play on those albums. Division um, the Bell, they did, but Momentary Laughs of Reason. Momentary made, Lots of Reason was yeah. basically a Gilmore solo album, which is his best solo album. I do like On an Island, though. That's a great fucking album. That's a great one. Rattle That Lock is like me. Oh, dude. There's some great songs in on that one, too. There's some great songs, but it's not like On an Island. No, I like that. On an Island rules. Much better. It's like. Uh, man, but uh,
1: just like, I mean, just a lifelong dream to see a band live, and that was it. I mean, this is what they said did the whole Dark Side of the Moon album, start to finish.
0: Uh, One of my lifelong dreams is coming true in September.
1: Well, it's all Duran Duran. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're not playing Nashville. S- I was thinking about going to that, but they haven't no Nashville date.
0: They're playing three dates. They're ending three yeah. dates at the Hollywood Bowl. What band can you see play three dates at a big venue like that? Come on, Turan, Turan is fucking like, still there, man. They still got it. The new album, Invisible Rules, Uh, the last album before that, it's it's like they have like pop, disco, whatever beats, you know, like ABBA. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, Simon Le voice, is yeah, there. John Taylor's vo- bass is still there. Nick Rhodes' awesome keyboard playing is still there. It's like it's. Duran Duran could do any genre and still sound like Duran Duran. Yeah, I don't mind. I like Duran Duran. I
1: haven't seen any of them, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing them live.
0: God, I'm a huge Duran Duran fan. What they used to call them back in the Duran Duranies? Oh, <laughs> and that's one of my uh, bucket list concerts. I have two more that I need to go see. Uh, Dio, I saw him with Queensryche when they did Operation Mindcrime 1 and 2. He came out and done Dr. Evil for the second album. He came out and sang. I saw him live on stage, but that wasn't the same. Uh, so I he saw Dio with Heaven
1: and Hell and fucker. A ton, you know, his version of Black Sabbath. Um, that was good, but I never saw him solo by himself.
0: I would love to see him solo. He had a great solo band with Doug, Doug Aldridge. I I mean, you got to see him now, man, because even these people aren't getting any younger, man. Oh, God, I, I still regret not going to that last Tom Petty show at the Hollywood Bowl. That's...
1: I always thought I'd have a chance to see him, but I never did. See and the
0: and the rush uh last forty, uh, they played the yeah. four in the last eight too. I didn't get to see that either because they sold out so quick, I couldn't get tickets. It's like damn, fuck. I had to see John Higger,
1: too, but I don't think they have even gonna to tour ever again.
0: But I did get to see Van Halen's last uh tour with David and Eddie, so I, I'm happy about that. That's cool.
1: I mean, when they'll probably sounded like shit, but I, I was, it, was I was still, it,
0: it was still good. They had uh, I think freaking. What is it? Cool the Gang open or something like? That? I forgot who opened. One of those. I don't guys. know. That
1: live album they did was fucking. His voice was terrible. Sorry. Yeah, you, you know what?
0: Half that yeah. album is good. Half that album is bad, though. Yeah. It's raw. It's not taped. It's. Mm-hmm. It, I like it because it's what you would see. But he's basically
1: talking. Yeah. Of he, I, like, I guess he's more of a talker anyway.
0: With his lyrics, he's not really. Uh, I don't know.
1: Vocal range,
0: I guess. Yeah, it's, it's like me and Edwin kind of strategy was talking about yesterday about Don Dockin. It's like you'd rather see him talk than to sit, see him out there with tapes.
1: I hear you. I hear you that because I said that myself, so I'm kind of uh, hypocritical saying that. So I hear you. I yeah, mean, I'd
0: rather. I the last time I saw Dockin was on the race to Slade at the Hollywood uh, House of Blues, which is now gone. They're so building all these fucking high rises there. And I'm also pissed off because I really thought that the Tower Records in Hollywood was a landmark. They tore that shit down. Yeah, you showed a picture of
1: that the other day. You
0: know, that was like, I go, my childhood is officially fucking gone. Yeah. It's like, even though it wasn't my childhood when I went there, because I didn't go there until I was 18. I was still in my teenage years. I went there every fucking chance I got, dude. I still got CDs I bought from Tower Records Hollywood. (laughs) I still got the Extreme, porno Buffett, the Pearl Jam 10. I, got, I, I don't have the fucking Stone Cold Crazy import from the Black Album that I used to have. Because I used to go there for those imports because I wanted Stone Cold Crazy so bad by Metallica. Because that version fucking ruled. <laughs> yeah. But fuck, Tower Records, man. That was an iconic Hollywood landmark. At least... I finally got to see the Rainbow Bar and Grill yesterday. I posted a video on the Freeform Rock podcast. And on our, U- our YouTube page, our uh, our Mark and Jared bullshit sessions has the video up with me, Edwin, and Vincent. It's there giving a quick tour of the rainbow. And uh, I'm going to hang out with those dudes more and just hang out with the rainbow. That was fucking, f- it was great seeing the concert, but it was more fun going to the rainbow and just bullshit with them. That's what I envy about,
1: you, where you're at, dude. I mean, I wouldn't want to live there, but uh, man... The places you can go see there fucking got to be awesome.
0: I mean, Fucking like iconic Rainbow, dude. No like, shit.
1: I, so mean, I, re-
0: I remember trying to see the Bullet Boys right next door at the Roxy. And uh, we got there late, and one of the, our friends was a roadie for them. We couldn't get in, but um, I remember C.C. DeVille was there, and he was fucking falling down trying to get into a car. <laughs> at the Rainbow. Fucking drunk as fuck. And then me and uh, my friends... We, uh, Danny Trevato and Scott Trevato, we went up to uh, Lonnie and uh, Mick Sweeta's hotel room we smoked joints with them up in their hotel room with the Bullet Boys uh, that's fucking cool and they're out of the band again by the way they came back <laughs> and then fucking Mark Toreen fucking pissed them off again fucking Mark grow up bitch but I do, I do want to say about Singers, Mark, man. me and Edwin were talking about Mark yesterday at the Bullet Boys because I saw them a few years ago they opened up for Jack Jack Russell's Great White, which Jack Russell still has it. Fucking that fucking dude he's singing with Great White now fucking sucks. Mitch Malloy. Fuck that guy. Uh, Jack Russell is Great White. Him and fucking uh, Kendall. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kendall. Fucking they just need to fucking throw everybody in the van and just start Great White around fucking Kendall and fucking Jack again and bring yeah. in the bass player. Greg dude. Lardy, bring him back. Uh, fuck, fuck Lardy. He's the fucking... Lardy's the, Lardy's the asshole that fucking fucking pinched Jack out, dude. <laughs> He's also the wild card in the band too, man. <laughs> Lardy. Fucking Kendall and fucking the two started of the band. Kendall and Jack Russell need to get back together. And Montoya. What's his name? Montoya? He got uh, killed. No. Was uh, he the one that killed in the fire? No. That was a guitar player. Uh,
1: it was Audie DeBarreau was the drummer, right?
0: Yeah. And then the bass player. I got to look him up right now. Because I was talking to Vincent. I couldn't remember his name yesterday. Who was the one that was killed in the fire? I thought that was Montoya. No, Tony Montoya, Tony Montana. Tony, Tony Monta- Montana. Tony Montana. <laughs> yeah. Tony Montana. I saw him. He's, he's in Jack Russell's version of Great White right now. That dude could play lead guitar. He could play bass. And he could play keyboards. He's a fucking Swiss Army knife. He has a solo album out too that I want to check out. But he's a fucking great musician. And get him, Kendall, and Tony and make another great white man. Because Jack Russell's great white albums. I have the acoustic. Jack Russell's great white acoustic live album. Great album. I have his freaking. He Saw It Coming. Great fucking record. I don't know if you've heard it. Fucking Jack... Jack Russell is fucking great. You
1: sent me some videos from him a while back. That were sounded pretty good.
0: Yeah, uh, Jack Russell still has it, man. He looks frail and shit, but he still moves, man. It's not like last night at Judas Priest, they brought up, um, what's his name, Glenn Tipton? Yeah. He was just standing in one spot. He moved around a couple times, but he looked very frail on stage, man. But he was still hitting those notes, man. I don't know how Nick Morris still does it. That guy's been in pain
1: for like, Ever since Molly Crew started, but he still manages to get up on stage when they well, when they finally do go back on stage.
0: Yeah, he just stands in one spot. Who's the base? Ian Hill's the bass player of Judas Priest, right? huh. That guy moves more than anybody. He's in the corner, just like Yeah. Like, why doesn't he move out of that corner? Dude, get on stage. He's always dude. done that. He's All doing the base, and he's doing yeah. the bass moves, man. Yeah. He's fucking like headbanging and moving to the side. <laughs> Dude, come up front, man. Come up yeah. front. <laughs> dude, that shit. Get on there and play with fucking Rob. Man. But I was like, shit, dude. He's like moving the most out of anybody in the band. And he's stuck next to the drummer. <laughs> and fucking Travis, the drummer of fucking like uh, Judas Priest rules. He got up there and he says, what song do you want to hear? What song do you want to hear? And everybody's going, "Painkiller, be killer, Because killer, that's his signature song with the band. All right. Here comes the You know, everybody hates that album. Uh, they like it, but they think it's like overrated. I love that fucking album because Travis rules on drums, man. I love uh what a touch of evil fucking song rules. Uh, um any more concerts you got, man? Um shit. So many of
1: them. I'm trying to think of the ones that stand out the most. Um, damn. Well, when I saw, uh, I know we're going to hate this, but the reunion of Kiss, that was kind of cool, too. Well, the, re-
0: the reunion tour, you had all four members, right? Yeah, yeah that's, I love that. It's I mean, like,
1: that was probably one of the things that were, well, I'm not going to say ever was going to happen, but it was uh, pretty much not going to happen. It probably would not have happened if they not did not do that unplugged thing. But, yeah. Uh,
0: I got to admit, that I, unplugged thing was really cool, and I don't care for an unplugged that much. Yeah, I never
1: thought it would be possible to see all four of them again. It turned out it didn't work, but it was still cool to see them. And everybody said that Aces and Peter's, well, they do, Paul and Jean, anyway, said their skills diminished. But I saw them twice. I saw them in the reunion tour and the farewell tour. And as far as Ace and Peter were pretty fucking solid. I mean, Ace had bad knees and he couldn't move like he used to, but his playing was perfect, and Peter's playing was perfect too.
0: I saw you Ace know? on this tour, and he was amazing. So I don't know. But I heard he's Mick uh, uh, Watkins saw him open up for who was he opening for? Alice Cooper. Uh, he said he wasn't as good, so I don't know. But uh, I don't
1: I don't know where that came from. I mean, I saw him a total of maybe four times on the between those two tours, and like I said, they were solid. Now, I didn't go see him when they did that co-thing with Aerosmith. Maybe something happened there, Uh, but uh, that was great
0: seeing that. Yeah, I missed my time to see Kiss. I should have seen him on the reunion tour, but I wasn't like a like, I, I've always said, I'm not part of the Kiss Army, man, even though you guys are high-fiving me at the concert last night. <laughs> I just let, let that 16-year-old kid have it when he goes, Kiss Army? I go, I guess, because I'm not going right. to fucking say, no, fuck Kiss Army. <laughs> you know, I'm just going right. to let the kid have it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> even Edwin goes, like I said, uh, you should have told him Thayer, Thayer sucks. <laughs> right. Because me and uh, Edwin talking about Tommy Thayer said, dude, People are telling me, go listen to Black and Blue. I listen to Black and Blue. I go, no wonder I don't like Tommy Theory. Black and Blue sucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, Yeah, that was a, man, pretty cool uh, time. I mean, pretty cool thing seeing the guys get back together. It was cool. Didn't last, but, well, Ace thought it was going to be over after the farewell tour. That's why he said, fuck it, I'm out of (laughs) here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oops. Oh, but well that that money needs to keep rolling yeah. in for those guys, man. <laughs> it's all. About and it was the- just weird after that because Ace and Peter were gone,
1: and then all of a sudden they did that uh, that symphony thing in Australia, and Peter was back in, and Peter said he was going to be with them for a while. That never happened. I guess he wanted more money or something. I don't know. But
0: uh, well, then Eric what Eric Singer came back and played with Ace, right? Yeah. Um, get some stuff for our sharing point of the podcast. New vinyl. Yeah, what'd you get? Ghost. (laughs) It's
1: a great record. Love it.
0: I got this from the Amazon Vinyl Club. They send you one classic rock vinyl from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They gave me the Who Sell Out. Those are cool records.
1: Dude, this is weird. This is well, like, I mean, it's not like the one where you got, I told you to get, and you ended up getting fucking Barbara Streisand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Up. I think that's in the garage. I, I mean, fuck... they sent me Dan Halen for an awful cardinal knowledge and Peter Chris's solo album. What the hell was I supposed to, you know?
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what Amazon has sent me so far? They sent me Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, which I didn't have. They sent me uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Chronicle, which I didn't have. And they sent me this, The Who, which I didn't that's have. That's not bad. That. How much is it a month? Uh, twenty bucks, twenty five dollars uh, a month. It's about the same price as vinyl. These are all like twenty five bucks, anyways. And they're all new, right? They're all new. Uh, and, cool. and it's amazing. And this has like a poster and shit in here. And what does it have? It says original album, twelve bonus tracks, rare photos, and memorabilia. Free psychedelic poster, track by track liner notes, and a fucking amazing album. I, it has. Um, i could see for miles on here mm-hmm. so but they have commercials like in between the socks they're like making a. I go, dude i need to get stoned and listen to this album <laughs> That was a good concert too surprisingly good last time they
1: toured i saw them they were awesome
0: well i saw them on the uh at the hollywood bowl a couple of years ago they were really good three years ago they're and then i got the new brian adams so
1: happy it hurts yeah, I'm waiting for the vinyl to come in. That, my payment was fucked up. I used an old
0: credit card and they tried
1: to charge it. And
0: I just got the of, CD because I wanted to make sure because I I have the his last vinyl, uh, Get Up, which is pretty good. That's their best
1: one since uh, uh, Waking Up the Neighbors, in my opinion. This, this one. one, yeah, it's, I like every song off it so far.
0: It's uh, Brian Adams, man. It's Brian Adams, know. but I liked Get Up too. <laughs> Get Up was really, good. yeah, I mean good. that's
1: good. But I'm just saying, it's the best one since, in my opinion,
0: it's really good. I got the CD. Uh,
1: and Brian Adams, if you're listening, which I know you're not, come out with the vinyl version of Waking Up the Neighbors.
0: Please. Yes, come out with the vinyl version of Waking Up the Neighbors. <laughs> when we have these people sell us used vinyl that want to do auctions, and I'm like, I'm not gonna sit there and bid people. When I go on eBay, I buy, I hit Buy It Now.
1: <laughs> right?
0: How you too? The only thing I bid on was the Tesla uh, Great Radio Controversy, and I had to pay eighty bucks for that shit. I'm still pissed off. I'm about just that. stoked. Uh...
1: Discipline breakdown for collective souls coming out on vinyl. I yeah, I hope we that. get
0: that. I got my guy on that for us, so let's yeah, see cool. If he, he comes through on that. They're uh, doing a couple night ranger vinyls too, they're coming out in record store today. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, I asked him for that. I think it's uh, I asked him for those too. But I, I love Night Ranger. I, I, yeah. they're not touring LA, dude, they're not coming by here. What the fuck? they come everywhere but Nashville, they'll come to Memphis.
1: Knoxville, but they never Chattanooga, but they never come
0: to Nashville. I don't understand why. I don't. Well, they did come before the pandemic. They played uh, uh Midnight Madness and Dawn Patrol in its entirety. I saw that show and that was amazing. Fucking awesome. And then they played <laughs> some bonus tracks after that. That was uh, fucking cool, man. I was in. I enjoyed that. I got two guitar picks, one from Gillis and one from that Kelly Carrot Kelly, but I can't find them now. That's uh, cool. I was trying to record Judas Priest, but we were up in the rafters last night, so the the videos are going to see it pretty far away. (laughs) So how much will your rafters see Decent price for the rafters? For the rafters, they were like 50 bucks.
1: That's not bad, except they're in some of them nowadays.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we saw it in the iconic Shrine Auditorium where they used to do Uh. the Academy Awards. It's pretty cool. I've never been there. It's like you could see the, the ancient architecture out there.
1: <laughs> see, that part of Southern California it really attracts me. I would love to fucking go to all those places. What Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, I, all that
0: shit. What doesn't yeah. attract me is the fucking graffiti on those buildings. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're ruining fucking art. What the fuck? Putting up your fucking Shimo or, or Ibo or whatever name you are. Marking right. your fucking territory like a fucking <laughs> dog. Yeah. Fuck you, fucking taggers. Unless you're fucking doing real art, there's some tagging art out there that's really cool. There's some
1: really cool shit that you can paint, but unfortunately, most of it, you know, they put it in areas where it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, man. So, well, I think one more concert that I have to talk about is that I went with my mom. It was Bruce Springsteen Tunnel of Love. We were back of the stage. It was an open stage. First row, backstage. Back of the stage. At the... Uh, LA call at the LA Sports Arena, which the Clippers used to play. Fuck the Clippers. Uh, <laughs> and they think they're all shit. Uh, they have never won a championship and they think they're LA's team. You know, the Lakers may suck, but you guys will always suck. All right. <laughs> but fuck, that was a great show. I've never seen him
1: either. I don't know if I ever would be excited to see him, but if somebody gave me a free ticket or a cheap ticket, I'd probably go. Dude,
0: you need to see Springsteen. Yeah. You need to see Springsteen That is a, a fucking That concert still in my memories dude It's like right. amazing He turned on the house lights and started taking requests That's cool <laughs> It's yeah. fucking amazing dude The band The E Street Band is one of the best backing bands of all time And it's sad We, we lost Clarence Clemens, man
1: uh, we lost It's been Danny, a while now he Danny, died a Feder- while ago.
0: Danny Federici yeah. You know the keyboard player you know, but he's got his son playing sax now in the East band. Oh, that's bands. cool. Yeah, I, if, Spring, my wife hates Springsteen, so I probably have to go by myself, and I would because I've only seen him once. But he was amazing. And also Lou Graham. Lou Graham was amazing. <laughs> At 70 years old, the guy put on a great show. But uh, let's wrap it up, man. You got any things to say, man? No, man, it's cool. I mean, this is a little
1: earlier than usual, so I'm not really... Hundred percent mentally
0: there, but uh, <laughs> no alcohol but, in me. So well, it's I been fun, since, though. since I took the day off today, we'd do it early. You know, oh, that's fine. No problem. You, you said you can we do it at two o'clock again one day, and I go sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I'm off. But uh, this is our Mark and Jerry BS sessions. We need you guys to subscribe. Uh, hit the button right there in the corner of this video. It's there. Hit it. Subscribe. Hit that little bell. So you guys get uh, updates on when we're coming out. You don't have to watch, yes. man. Just, just give us subscribers. Share this shit. Share this shit Bye. wherever you go, man. <laughs> yeah. Share this fucking shit, man. We Lies, do say stuff. it's good. Yeah, say it's good, man. Give us reviews. Oh, wait, I got to read that review on, that he left us on the free I'm almost not watch. ready to
1: bring out my checkbook to buy something to put
0: some reviews on. Oh, dude, I ain't fucking paying. No, I ain't paying those people. <laughs> I got to promote your podcast thing. We have all those. I had to make that group private because all these fucking podcast promoters are trying to charge people. But this comes from Chess Playing Fanatic. Mark and Jerry are the best. They discuss a little bit of everything. Music, sports, movies. Their videos are quite enjoyable and they are so humble and down to earth. It almost feels like sitting in their living room and hanging out. Love listening to them on my commute to work. Five stars. Awesome. Thank you. Whoever that is, yeah. Um, whoever did that also go on the Rat Salad Review podcast and leave us a review there too. <laughs> Let Wade know that we're pulling our weight. <laughs> so
1: that guy's no. Qual- that guy knows quality entertainment, folks. I'm
0: telling you. Oh listen my god, he, he makes a, he, he, <laughs> he has a lot of bands that I don't know about, and I listen to them. Sometimes I still don't like them, but it's fucking cool to just to listen to yeah.
1: things.
0: I listen to people do a King Diamond episode. I'll listen to it just for their conversation i don't care for king diamond but i might take a while to listen to that episode but i'll listen to it <laughs> if they're entertaining i'll listen to it and wayne is very and plus his band project resurrect rules check out his album go buy a cd check up yes yeah, uh, subscribe to wayne on uh, friend him on uh, facebook uh go to rat salad review or network on facebook like it uh become part of the group Uh, Like our Facebook page and Facebook like page. Give us a uh, five-star, what is it, review on Facebook. You could do that also. And uh, also, uh, I got to talk about one thing before we leave. Uh, Batman, have you seen it yet? Not yet, nope. Oh, have you seen Picard? Yes. What do you think about Picard?
1: I think it's good so far. It's interesting. Uh, I've never seen uh, the character, Hugh, very pissed off like he is it seems like you
0: know he's very kind of pissed off. He's and very, i don't know is, why the thing is the first episode i was going okay where's Key? where's i and i told my wife he's probably gonna come in yeah. at the very end and then they're gonna fucking shift and that's what happened he came out at the end
1: i think everybody predicted how they're gonna explain the aging too <laughs> that was pretty uh
0: that was pretty in- inventive it says yeah. oh you age so i'll age click
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but the batman Robert Patterson is not Glitter Boy anymore. He is a fucking great Batman, and I, I'm not giving you any spoilers, Jerry. But there is no fucking origin story.
1: I'm hearing
0: uh, mixed reviews about it, actually. Yeah, you need to watch so, uh... it because you, you kind of like what I like. Uh, it, it's very dark. The Riddler is not over the top like Jim Carrey. The Riddler is a sadistic. Me he is a sadistic serial killer. <laughs> it's fucking great, and it's Detective Batman. And there's no origin story. How many times do we need to see right. Martha and fucking his dad get shot and him becoming Batman? You know, And his road to Batman. This is already when he's Batman, the way I like it. We don't need that shit anymore. Like, we don't need a Superman origin story. If you guys ever do a new Superman DC, we don't need his origin story or coming from Krypton anymore. We're done with that. Just make him Superman and give us a new story. <laughs> but, uh, subscribe, like, uh give us a five star review give us any review uh on on uh facebook that's where we get our reviews give us a review there and our podcast version is on the rat salad network on uh itunes or wherever you get your i think they're on spotify so check them out because we're on spotify also so check out the rat salad review network and jerry you have a great day brother i love you you too brother take care all right later